The definition of depression is the feelings of severe dependency and dejection. And a nationwide survey of over 32,000 college students found that the rates of depression and anxiety continue to rise among students, reaching almost half of college students feeling that they were depressed or anxious. We wanted to create this episode at Declassified because we know that this is a real and ongoing problem. We know that we are not licensed psychologists, and we will never tell you that we ever are, but we wanted to create this episode to share to all of you the student perspective of what depression could look like. Because if you are having any of these sort of feelings, we're going to be linking down below some resources that you can use on your campus or off campus, whatever you feel more comfortable with. But that first definition of depression could be a little confusing. So to share a little bit more about what the student perspective of depression might look like, might feel like, is Rola Marie. For me, depression was kind of like the um, depression kitty that's on Big Mouth that uh, one of the characters has to do with. That was like a very good visual example of depression because you have this heaviness on you and you basically develop this apathy for life and you don't want to do anything. I didn't want to eat anything and even if I did because I felt anxious as well, I'd throw up and I all I wanted to do was sleep but I couldn't really sleep I was irritable I was always on the verge of tears and um I couldn't focus in class and my grades were trash and I had sadly a lot of suicidal thoughts towards the real peak of it as well now Rolla Marie runs her own YouTube channel which we'll link down in the description below but she also just graduated college and is now going to grad school I really commend her on being able to work on her mental health because let's be honest, there's such a stigma around mental health that sometimes it can feel that it's embarrassing to even talk about. I know for myself, it can be really hard to talk about these sort of things, even with the people closest to me. So I can only imagine when you're a college student what it can even feel like. But as we always say on this show, you don't want to just put a band-aid on something. To really fix the problem or the issue, you have to figure out the root cause. One of the things that I think students may not think about in terms of what causes depression is that, I know for me, it was basically like a conjunction of biological things mixed with real life events. So I had low serotonin levels and I also have like an issue with my thyroid. So that will also contribute to some of the symptoms that I was having. But then also was dealing with toxic relationships. I was dealing with imposter syndrome because I wasn't doing nearly as good as I was in high school. And that was shaking me to my core because I was used to being the smart girl. And then I also had to deal with sexual assault. So like all of those things combined with, again, the low serotonin levels, the hyperthyroidism and all the not eating it it was just a lot and in conjunction made the big old ball called depression now this is something that i used to always make a mistake about when it came to mental health i guess you could call me that one friend that everyone goes to when it comes to their problems but there was one point in my life where i was reading a crap ton of self-help books watching way too much youtube around gary v lewis howes and people like that where a lot of the times that people would tell me that they're depressed or they're anxious, I would usually try to give them like a really simple solution because that's what worked for me. But what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you and what works for you won't necessarily work for me. And that's something that I didn't realize when it came to mental health. 
So whether that's you who's trying to deal with that mental health as you're listening to this episode, or maybe you are in a similar situation that I was in where you're just that friend that a lot of people go to talk to all the time. You have to realize that mental health is extremely personalized, just like your eating diet and just like your working out regimen. All because something works for you doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for someone else. And all because your body reacted to something one way doesn't necessarily mean someone's reaction can't be different to that. I wanted to share that just to add some perspective to this conversation because I know just based off of that one survey that either you listening to this probably have dealt with depression or you might be feeling some sort of anxiousness or if that's not you, most likely someone in your friend group is either feeling depressed or anxious as well. I want to share my mistakes of being a bad friend to you so that you don't have to make those same mistakes that I did. And here's Rolla Marie to talk about some of the mistakes she made when she was dealing with her own mental health. While I was in college, I handled my depression very, very poorly. So I did go to a doctor, but if the medication wasn't working, I was like, okay, whatever. And I wouldn't go back. And then I just go back to my self-medicating, which would be me drinking, me usually smoking weed so I can actually eat and have an appetite and just feel chill for a moment. And that didn't work well either. So eventually I got to the point where I was just tired of feeling that way. And it was like probably like the third year of me being depressed because I've had dealt with depression for now about seven years. And it was like around a year three or no, it was, yeah, it was around year. Oh shit. No, it was year five. Yeah. Around year five, I was really dedicated to going to the doctor and we eventually found something that worked for me. And I've wished that I would have taken my mental health more seriously sooner. And when it comes to issues like this, it's always better to have different perspectives. So here's Jason to share his advice to all of you. How I would handle depression would be to surround myself with people that also have the same mindset and goals as I would. That way you can meet new people, create friendships, and also study together instead of going through university alone and doing everything all by yourself. Jason's a student at the University of Calgary, and here's another piece of advice that he had. Another way I would handle my depression is to exercise. I would use exercise such as running for long distances and lifting weights just to release all my stress and anger out. College can be a great time, and at the same time, it can be extremely lonely. So I can definitely agree with both of Jason's perspectives when it comes to the advice that he just shared. For me, playing soccer, which is that physical exercise that Jason mentioned, really helps me when it comes to clearing my mind. And honestly, there's nothing better than just chilling with the boys late at night or even just jumping on Xbox and playing with everyone on a FIFA Pro Clubs game. But I think the easiest thing to do, but is actually at the same time the hardest thing to do, is this last piece of advice from Rolla Marie. So my advice would be, don't be scared, shy, or ashamed to admit what you're going through. If I had listened and gotten the help sooner, my college experience would have been so much better, and I probably would have done better as well. And there are so many resources available to you, especially now. So like you can go to your counseling center at your school if you have one, go to your doctor Talk to your RA, talk to a professor if you're cool with them, talk to your roommate if they're not the devil, and just try to get help because that's honestly like the best thing that you can do. And honestly, therapy saved my life. So take your mental health seriously. Don't 
be blase about it don't think it's just oh i'm feeling sad for the moment like really take it seriously because it can affect you in so many ways that you wouldn't think it would but if you get a grasp on it early you can really get your life back and here's jason's final piece of advice my advice for students who may feel the effects of being depressed but are scared to admit it is to take the hard step forward and come to a realization that you indeed need help and should not fight this terrible mental battle alone Seeking help and connecting with others or a professional will open many doors and room for healing in your life that you may have thought were closed. I think the stigma around mental health is slowly changing, but we still have a long ways to go. I love these last two pieces of advice from both of them because they stem around that same perspective of you need to try to talk to someone, just someone that you can admit it at least once because that's going to open so many more doors for you. Mental health is something that the majority of your peers are going to be feeling, whether they admit it or not, so it's nothing to be ashamed of. And later this week, we're actually going to be bringing on a licensed psychologist to be sharing his perspective on what you could be doing to help better your mental health. Again, we're going to be linking a bunch of resources down in the show notes below. And for all of you still listening all the way to the end, I've got a secret surprise just for you. Declassified just opened up a job board and you can see all the jobs and internships that we've got listed in the show notes below. Right now, we're just focused on the product, computer science, and business world of internships and jobs. But if you've got another subject or industry that you want us to hit, shoot us an email at justin at getyourgrindup.com. We've got over 60 positions listed on there right now. And the craziest part about it is that there are some jobs and positions on there that aren't even featured on places like LinkedIn, Indeed, and Monster. And... Well, that's about it. I'm out.